Well, good morning, White Rock, and good morning to everyone coming in from surrounding municipalities, and good morning to our fearless leader who's listening to us from Kelowna and on her way back down in a snowstorm. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Norm Neekin, married to Georgia. First wife. First wife, as you all know. As a representative for CSL White Rock, I recognize that I am a settler on this land. I am grateful and honored to live and operate on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples. I thank the First Peoples who continue to live on these lands and care for them, along with the waters and all that is above and all that is below. I'd like to offer a warm welcome to any first time guests. Please let us know in the chat who you are, where you're Zooming from, and by the way, a big welcome to you. Nice to see you. I'm now going to invite my lovely wife, Georgia, to step in and do an opening treatment for us. Uh, get yourself comfortable and into this space and this time, knowing that love is who we all are. We are this love, this expression of love, each and every one of us and each and everything around us is that version and expression of love and that divine intelligence. And we welcome this life, this day, this energy, these new thoughts and these new ideas that are being shared today with our dear friend Joseph, who's going to share his wisdom with us. I'm welcoming everyone today and thankful for all of this today and the new thoughts and the new ideas that flow through us so easily in every breath, in every next breath. Please join me in saying, and so it is. And so it is. And now I'd love to welcome our opening song with Ivan Boudreau. Thanks, Georgia. By request. on a bench in the rain hats on the ground waits for spare change ask him how he's doing look him in the eye everybody needs a little love in their life live with love love with grace put a smile on a stranger's face little things you say and do with love Grace and gratitude Tells me he's hoping every nickel and dime Will help buy blankets cause it's cold outside There's not enough beds to keep his friends warm A little bit of kindness never does any harm Live with love, love with grace Put a smile on a stranger's face Little things you say and do With love, grace And gratitude Share some love 
for some more fabulous singing i never get tired of hearing you sing my friend it's always a pleasure to have you here and i'm sure we all enjoy you very 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 much so thank you csl white rock is an inclusive spiritual community and learning center we teach spiritual principles and offer tools to use in all areas of life regularly and consistently our life flourishes and flows out of ease and grace when we practice these. Our teaching is based on the four cornerstone beliefs, which you've heard many times before. And I have a favorite in here, which I'll tell you. Number one, there is one life. It is the source of all life and all things. Number two, we are spirit having a human experience. And whenever I'm down, I think of number three here, important to everybody, I think, nothing outside of us needs to change in order for us to be happy. You are the master of your own destiny. We're here to walk each other home. Our vision at CSL White Rock is a loving, vibrant world that works for all. So welcome, friends, and thank you for being with us today. Okay, it's time to introduce our guest speaker today, Joseph Gabrielson. He is a licensed practitioner of religious science and a spiritual mentor coach. He is also a psychic medium and intuitive practicing and teaching many, many energy healing modalities. His info's on the chat screen. This will all be on the chat space later, Georgia says. It's already on. Oh, it's already there. I'm supposed to read it. He has taught many different styles of meditation for over 10 years. Being physically disabled since birth, Joseph has had to overcome great adversity throughout his life. Along with the challenges come the gifts of unshakable faith and profound intuitive insight. His greatest joy is to assist others connecting with their heart and their innate spiritual nature. As a grief and trauma specialist, he guides people in navigating gracefully through life's challenges towards personal empowerment. Please join me in welcoming Joseph. 
Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for having me. Um, as Norm mentioned, I'm here representing the Center for Spiritual Living Edmonton. And I'm going to begin today just by starting to give you a little bit of my spiritual journey through the lens of the hero's journey, because that is one of the things that is throughout our theme this month. And we talked about a lot about home being the place where that journey ends and begins. So I would say for me, I've had many trials and tribulations as Norm said. I, I feel that these are, you know, kind of the boss battles that I face on my hero's journey because Joseph Campbell talks a lot about, you know, facing fear and everything that we don't want to look at about ourselves. And in the hero's journey in movies, it's often a beast or a wicked stepmother or something like that. But for me, I would say my trials and tribulations were around accepting my wheelchair and accepting my life as a spiritual being, still being able to live fully and contribute. So some of the things which kind of got in the way were my feeling that this was limiting that through this experience, I could not really share my spirit, my soul, as much as I wanted to. Believe it or not, when I first came to CSL, I would not be up here talking. So, uh, so those kind of self-acceptance has been a theme in my life. And there has been other kind of boss battles along the way, like major surgeries, accepting my body, you know, major physical traumas. So I consider those to kind of be, you know, the different boss battles along the way of my life. I say boss battle because the first thing I thought of was a video game, right? So, so that's why I use that term. But I would say at the end of the hero's journey, there's always a big final kind of a battle where the character or the hero gets a gift or some insight at the end. So all of those experiences of acceptance and uh, having all those experiences with my physical body, those are kind of like the the uh, villains along the way. And I think the major boss battle at the end for me would be really accepting my wheelchair and accepting my body as it is, no matter what it looks like. And that was the real final fight, the last level, whatever you want to call it in a video game. So, um, 
And I realized this through science of mind, because through science of mind, I realized that this wheelchair and my whole situation in life is my vehicle for freedom. This is how I achieve freedom. It allows me to go out, do what I want, spend time with people that I want to spend it with, and discover what it is that really makes me think. If I didn't have this, I would be in bed right now. And that's not really the quality of life that I'm aiming for. You know, some people are in that situation, but, you know, I always now try to make the most of my life. And this is in large part due to science of mind. Um, so this month, we've been talking about the, the hero's journey, as I said, and also what home means, what home is. And as I was kind of thinking about you know, what, what I would say, I said, well, what does home uh, mean to me? And I started going through my mind and just thinking about it, meditating. And I said, well, belonging, peace, love, joy, safety, security. And I had this list. And I looked at it and went, geez, these are the same as the qualities of God. So um, that was just my way of kind of internalizing even deeper that idea that home isn't really a place. Home is being comfortable in your own skin. Home is having that inner feeling of peace, joy, and and. Uh, unconditional love, home is more a feeling. And that is why you can have it wherever you go because it's inside of you. And in that teach, in our teaching, we say that in a lot of different ways. In addition to what home is, we also spoke about the idea of leaving the nest and the idea also of the term roots and wings. And even though there can be a wonderful environment at home and you may not always want to leave, spirit is always expanding. So it's always looking to be more, do more, have more through you. So um, for most people, including myself, there comes a time when you feel the need to have an adventure and explore something greater. So you have to kind of leave the nest, to use that analogy, and really find out who you are as a person alone, who you are as a spirit, who you are as a spiritual being. Um, for me, I think that I received some very strong roots 
my mother and my father always treated me as if there was nothing different about me. And although they did help me, they always encouraged me to do whatever I could for myself. Even if it took me two hours to put together a 10 piece puzzle, they would let me do it. And when I was smaller, I thought, gee, isn't somebody gonna help me? Like, this is gonna take me forever. <laughs> and my mother wouldn't help me. But what I realized later on is that's what gave me my, um, what do I put it, stubbornness or my stick to is her making me do those things. And I said, oh, I don't want to do this. It will be so much easier. Can you just pick that up? It takes me like 20 minutes. <laughs> you know. And so those are partially an example of how roots were created for me to always go for better, go for more, try to do as much as you can and to handle if it becomes difficult. And I'm very fortunate to have a very uh, good upbringing. Now, there is many people in the world who have very different upbringings that they may not see as good, but I'm gonna, I will only come back to that if we have time. But your capacity to feel at home is affected by uh, your roots as well as your experiences once you gain your wings. One of the, the last things I wanted to talk about is spiritual maturity. Because when I read the kind of blurb from the home office, that really stuck in my mind. So had me thinking what spiritual maturity is. And for me, it's just, you know, being comfortable, feeling uncomfortable, being able to slowly learn how to hold something wonderful and good and perfect and complete along with something that is dense, dark, and, and not so nice. Being able to, because once you learn to sit in that, I find for me, once you learn to accept it, say hello, you know, what do you want me to know? What is in this for me? Then that fear gets less. <laughs> and I, I realized very early on that fear and excitement, they're the same reaction in your body. So fear and excitement, one of them for me kind of pulls me back to save me from doing something that may not be so good for me. Fear is good at sometimes to keep you from doing something that is would not serve you. So sometimes we need to pull back and sometimes we need to actually go forward into the fear and face it. So really the difference between being excited and fear is your mind. 
So when I feel fear, I kind of ask myself, you know, what can I get excited about? Is there something that is working, something good? And I try and hold those two together. It helps me get through the fear. Um, for me, also, um, spiritual maturity is about being able to share your heart fully love, and completely, but also have the ability to create the boundaries that are necessary. For example, because of my disability, I need help with all activities of daily living. And uh, uh, everybody that needs help with that would say to you, if I could do it, I wouldn't want somebody else to do it. So, you know, one of my big journeys with boundaries is how do I open up so much to allow somebody to do those personal things, but also have a boundary? Because when I'm out, boundaries are easier because this is my teacher or this is my, my counselor or this is my friend. And it's not having to do with something so intimate, but how do you maintain that boundary and also go past it at the same time? <laughs> so that was also one of my big, you know, tribulations and triumphs. I have triumphed over it because of my spirituality and, and science of mind. How I create this boundary is I just say, whenever somebody come in to look after me or help me, I just say, I know that these are the hands of God at work. Please, God, work through this person to help me and keep me safe at this time. And that was my boundary, because that's the, the only boundary I could create at the time. So... <laughs> I really thank you for listening to me. I, I don't have a, a timepiece, and I wanted to make this talk be very organic. I actually thought it was kind of hilarious. I couldn't, you know, receive anything specific all week. And then about an hour ago, it all just came, talk about this. I said, okay. Spirit frequently does this to me because it knows me well, of course. So, so the lesser time I have to think about it, <laughs> the better it is. Most times, being prepared is good, but you know, I overthink myself. So, um, I know there was a lot in there, but what I would like to do is kind of frown this a little bit. I know we did a meditation, but I'm going to just end this with a very short practice. That is to just tune into your heart. And just feel for a minute um, what home feels like, your inner home, your spiritual blueprint, your 
God tell. And now I want you to see if you can bring to mind and to your experience the feeling of appreciation. It can be something large, like your land or house. It can be something small, like a cup of coffee with a friend. Just think of something which brings up that feeling of appreciation. And then just allow it to amplify going from your heart and filling your whole body. And then pretty soon it cannot be contained in your body anymore. And it just goes out into your room into the city, into the world, connecting with each of us, listening to this at this moment, and also later, because there's no time. So feel yourself expanded out, connecting with those in this circle. Maybe those in your city, And if that feels comfortable, you can attempt to send that love to the entire country. Whichever one you're in. And then lastly, to the whole world. Before you come back from this expanded space. I also invite you to send specifically this expanded unconditional love interest, love energy to a person or a place that you know needs it right now. So as you are imagining this expansive love energy filling the world, at the same time, just also send it to someone specific that you know needs your love right now, or you need their love, or you just want to hug, whatever it is, just send that out energetically with your mind. And now I just invite you to slowly bring your energy back from the world down to your country. But before you do, just take note of this feeling. And as you bring your energy in again, just remember this feeling and know that you can access it anytime and you have the key. And you never lose this key because it's inside. So it can't get buried under the mail or fall under the bed, you know. <laughs> So uh, this is your home. Slowly bring it down back to your city. And your block.
and back into your body. I thank you very much for listening. Um, thank you for your time and energy. I can feel it. Thank you for your love. And if anybody wants to contact me, I gave all my info to Georgia. Should be in the chat, but if it's not, you can ask her. And thank you so much. Blessed be. Spiritual practice of sacred giving begins with the recognition that it is part of our nature to give and to receive. Our inner life deepens when we make a con conscious plan to give. We experience greater satisfaction when we are part of the flow of life. The way to happiness lies in consciously choosing to be a part of the divine flow. This includes being willing to share our lives, our time, our talents, and our money with others. At CSL White Rock, we teach that giving is not a practice we should do out of sense of obligation, but something we choose to do out of a generous spirit of love and joy. Most importantly, giving is a demonstration of faith that spirit is our source of abundance. I am grateful for my life. I am grateful. All that I need flows to me effortlessly, effortlessly through channels expected and unexpected. I am the instrument of this positive life. If you choose to give, you can donate on our website, mail us a check, or send an e-transfer. All of this info is on the Zoom chat. Gifts of all sizes are helpful. And please know that your contribution makes a positive difference. Thank you so much. There are three ways to give, and these may already be in the chat space. Yes, they're there. Number one, you can go to the donate page of our website. You can put any amount you want in. You can also become a monthly donor by choosing the recurring payment option, which is listed there. You can pay by mail. You can send a check to our mailing address, which you see on the screen there, CSL White Rock, 13313 20th Avenue, Surrey. You can pay by e-transfer. You can go to your own bank, online bank, and find where you can send an e-transfer and send the email to admin at csl slash whiterock.com. 